Hey everyone, just wanted to quickly get in here and let you know that today's episode unfortunately contains strong language and allegations of gendered abuse, racism, homophobia and derogatory language about women. If that brings up anything for you, please use the resources that are in the episode notes. If that's a bit too much for you, please skip this episode. Thanks so much. Love ya. Oh, Elise. Abby. We're partially free. We can go to the pub and get it on tap there. So excited. Elise and I are boasting ourselves a little bit, though, because it's a bit much to keep. It truly is. I'm like, three activities this weekend? I don't know. Babe, my, my weekends are booked out until December. I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't know if I can commit to it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to handle all the dinners this week. I also feel like I'm going to be hungover just for the next couple months. Just need to bulk by a lot of hydrolytes this afternoon. Oh, babe, those ice blocks are going to be my entire freezer. Hydrolyte ice blocks and that weird berry flavour. Fuck me. They're so good. Well, you know, what else is there to talk about? So, obviously, we're getting out of Lockie D. We have a new asshole premiere who my friends are now calling Mr. Ferret, who I think is uh, I think that's pretty funny because I saw on TikTok someone call him Dominic Parrotcock or something. <laughs> Everyone's trying really hard to make up a really mean name for him. But I like I like Dominic Ferret because it just he does look like a ferret. He has ferret like behaviour. He is ferrety. And you know what? That's insulting to ferrets because ferrets are fucking cute. So it is sad we have an awful new premiere, but I see BF talking about it because he's making me panic a bit. So don't talk about it. It's fine. It's not there. We just can ignore it. Until we can't, which... Until we can't have abortions anymore. But <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, but so we've got 70% today. We're opening up. We'll probably get to 80 by the end of the week. That means the week after we are like pretty much free. We can regionally travel. We can go and do fun things. We can do fun things now. We can go on holiday in the Blue Mountains if you want to today. Greater Sydney, babe. Here we come. Greater Sydney plus Blue Mountains plus Wollongong plus Central Coast. It's the four regions um, that have been in the lockdown. Now we're free. And I'm so excited. But I'm not going to go to the Blue Mountains. I'm busy this week. Everyone's like, aren't you excited? I'm like, I have lots of work to do. Like, <laughs> Like, all my friends in Queensland are like, oh, my God, what are you going to do? I'm like, literally what we do every week anyway, go to work. Um, I got two DMs over the weekend from my international flings, both of them speaking about borders opening to Australia. They are both they're both people who I have been sexting for literally two years. Like, one's in the UK, one's in the US, international love, Mr. Worldwide, darling. You know what I mean? And it's like... I got a DM from one of them, literally. It was like the, the hour they announced the international borders open for Australia. The one in the UK was like, are you coming? And I was like, calm down. I was like, yes, I will come. He's a he's a dom, like a professional dom. But he like also works in a normal job. But he like has his Instagram account. He met through his Instagram account that was about like dom sub stuff. Anyway, all the thing. He has like a sex dungeon in his house. It's like a very fun moment. I know hot when i was in hotel quarantine last year he was like what hotel are you in because he was like i know you might be weird about me knowing your actual address so now that you're in hotel quarantine what hotel you're in i'm gonna send you something and he sent me a blank notebook and i didn't know his name i always only knew his like instagram name and because of that when he sent me oh, my name was in hard when he sent me this book he had his real name on like the sender so that was that was weirdly hot finally knowing his real name i didn't know what his real name was for like a couple months when we were talking and then he sent me this empty book and he was like you need to write down every time you masturbate and what you've masturbated about you need to like write down all your fantasies 
most fucked things you can think of. And then when you come to the UK, we're going to go through them. Anyway, nipples getting hard. So he messaged me. And then the other one who doesn't really care as much in LA, he doesn't really care that I exist, but also like, I guess he, he does. He didn't send a single notebook that was he blank or otherwise. No, he just was just me saying hi, thinking about fucking you. And I'm like, oh, me Get too. creative. Yeah, I know. But to be fair, it has been two years. What else can we say? Go like, down to Smiggle and like order me some kind of nice lined notebook. Get, get me a scented rubber. <laughs> anyway, so that's really exciting that there's the possibility of us traveling soon. Also, my friend's wedding is in October, April oh, next so year in Scotland. I'm hoping there's not any more strains or we're, we're closed off. Mm. Wow, look at my look at my screenshot, the, this photo that I just have. <laughs> the last photo that I've screenshot. And it's just showed me a big black giant dildo. dildo. That was my the last photo that's on my that's on my phone. I was just going to get some screenshots up because today we're talking about Rancid Eddie. Rancid by name, rancid by nature. Absolutely. So, Rancid, Rancid Eddie, how rancid you truly are. So, for those of you who don't know, Rancid Eddie are a, I'm going to call them a boy band to make fun of them. They're a boy band to really diminish because I would hate. They're a boy band, I think, from like the quote unquote outskirts of Melbourne. And it seems to be, I think it's five, it's a handful. It's a flock of grown-ass men who live in a share house with indoor furniture outdoor in the backyard. You know what I mean? But they, again, no, nah, I probably shouldn't say that because I don't have any confirmation of this, but they just feel like private school boys who want to live in a share house and do fucked up things. I don't have any confirmation on that, but that's the vibe you get from them. Private school boys LARPing as lower class. Yes, and like they live in, the, and it's fine to live in a share house, fuck yeah. But it also, they have this energy where it's like, oh, you, I can just tell the bath hasn't been cleaned ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Or it's like, I know I'm going to go wee in that bathroom. There's going to be no toilet paper and there's going to be like pubes all over the seat. You've shaved your dick before I've come in. You know no what I mean? No one has ever cleaned the toilet. There Never. is that brown stain around the bottom oh, of the, the bottom. Mm. The stagnant water stains, but it's also poo. Yeah. <laughs> stagnant water or poo? Yeah. See, I used to, I, when I, my first boyfriend when I was 18, oh, he was so nice. He was literally the nicest boyfriend I've ever had. And I dumped him, of course, after I got a boost juice one time. <laughs> And he was so lovely, but he lived in a house and they called it the chalet. <laughs> and it was like this vibe. But also they were like, you know, like 21, but they didn't sit in their backyard writing music about women being sluts. So it was a little bit different. Right. So Rancid Eddie kind of went viral on TikTok for this song that actually, like, actually sounds good. Like yeah, when you listen to it. the melody's good. It's got like a good Australian kind of like, yeah. da da vibe. We're like, yeah, this is fun. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, fine. And like, fun, great. And when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, you know what? Because I didn't really listen to the lyrics. I was like, yeah, cool. Like, bang, I followed them. I was like, you know what? Australian music. I did get a weird vibe because of the whole couch outside. <laughs> get some outdoor furniture. Yeah. I know it's expensive. Build some, with some, with some pallets. Pallets. Peak, you know, share house furniture vibes. I just feel like it's kind of I don't know. I could be I could be projecting here my experience, but I just feel like having a having a moldy couch outdoor that you sit on, you play guitar, and you yell about. Now I got weird vibes from Rancid Eddie at the start, but I thought, you know what? Push them down. Push them down. I thought you have no evidence. You're I think you're projecting. I think we're so used to men in Australian music being shit, particularly those in boy bands. I was like, you know what? I should just like support this up-and-coming Australian band. Like, they'd probably be at festivals and stuff. It'd be, like, fun. Like, I'm sure they're normal because they're quite young. Like, I'm sure they're not complete assholes. <laughs> How wrong we were. Now, some may say, you know, the lyrics of, the, of that song, the, song dry. the dry, 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 
yeah, didn't really listen that much. I was just like, okay, hey, cool. People were loving it. I was like, what ifs? Didn't never heard the full version, just saw the 15 second version of the Tic Tac. You know what's really funny? It's not funny, but it is kind of funny. The fact that like they were a couple of days before, everyone was like, Triple J, Hottest 100, Dry will be number one. Fuck yeah, Australia, get behind it, get behind it. Which is a cute sentiment. Like everyone's like, like small band, like da 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 da. And then people were like, hold the fuck on. There's actually a lot of issues with their lyrics and that and also other things they've done. So, basically, long story short, there's some accusations about them from this person on Twitter called Kira Peru. Kira yeah, Peru. Yeah, Kira Peru. She's a um, musician. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's an Australian musician. Well, go and follow her and we'll get her and Hottest 100 instead because she's doing fucking God's work. She posted basically all the allegations in one spot. So, if you want to go see and read, it's a lot to read. So, I might just go like through top to bottom because what I want to actually address kind of comes off last week with Terang is their posts about what they've done. So long story short, they have called him in sluts in their songs. They've also referred to him as a cum... You know that I hate cum, everyone, so you know this is hard for me to say. A cum rag for his ball bag. Referring to a woman as like, she's just a cum rag for his ball bag with their Australian accents, which makes it much more jarring. They also, someone commented saying, still calling them sluts is really embarrassing, LMAO. And they replied saying, some of them are. They also, sorry, there's another, they also posted a photo where one of the members of the band on that indoor-outdoor couch is licking a boomerang. Yeesh. Yeah. And then I saw their comments, their comments about the boomerang. They were like, we're Australian and it's just a souvenir that we got from somewhere or something like that. And it's like, so first of all, I highly doubt that boomerang was made by an Indigenous person. So you just bought like a plastic boomerang from one of those souvenir shops that so appropriating the culture in general. And then you're just licking it for a prop in a photo as I'm assuming non-Indigenous people, because I'm pretty sure if someone was Indigenous, they would probably use that as their reasoning right so that that was kind of that was kind of the icing on top then then i saw this video this is um the video with the comrade for the ball bag i will play it now So the lyrics there, um, I'm just going to read them out because that was a bit hard to hear because the audio quality is quite low because it was just on a TikTok live, I think. In their own pornographic movie, and she thinks he's very sweet, he thinks she's very fit with that perfect ratio from her ass to her tits. All he wants, two hands on her hips and a thrust of his dick, while all along she thinks that she's in love with him. But it's all an act. She's just a cum rag for his ball bag, and it's so sad. Yes, it's so sad. Now, they claimed this was about their friend who was getting treated like shit in a, like a situation ship, basically, and that she felt like she was a cum rag for his ball bag. Now, we will discuss this later, but that is... That makes me fucking angry because they're using to... They're like, but it's all about art and creativity. But you are then... No one is listening to this song being like, wow, it's really empowering for women. You are using a situation where your friend... This is what you're claiming. Your friend was really hurt by. And you're allowing young men to yell, come rag for his ball bag. 
That's what you're doing. It's also adding to the trope that women are so in love with men that they just use their bodies and they just use them. It is normalizing that as well. There's a song about it, you know? Okay. Then there's this, I want to punch, come, cunt, then fuck some slut, then pass out face down in the rain. Then I think the singer posted when they were getting called out for all of this. I ain't sorry for nothing. You silks are cooked. Then I saw someone DMing them called Nancy Shipper. We'll link her TikTok in the show notes. And she DMed them. And I, and I saw another TikTok where she was like, when you DM Nancy, you know to reply. And they reply with paragraphs. Like she DMed them just being like, hey guys, this is pretty fucked. And they were like, not fighting, but they were like actually having like full on conversation. And her TikToks were like, what? <laughs> She's like, oh my God. Blah, 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 blah. She goes, hi, guys, I'm sharing screenshots on TikTok on my Instagram currently. Would you like to comment on the allegations and why it's not misogynistic to call women sluts and comebacks? We'll be uploading everything, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so this is their explanation. She's a cum rag for his ball bag. This song is about a mate of mine who was in love with a bloke that was only using her for sex. The language in the song is meant to describe how she felt about herself after they split. It's supposed to be a song I thought the girls would relate to, not feel degraded by. Okay. Again, like Tarang said last week, impact over intent. The girls, the girls can relate to it. A few things with that, with that idea. So, first of all, like we said before, you're capitalizing on women's pain, and you also are encouraging people to sing the words "come rag for his ball bag." That imagine being. I'm just imagining being in the audience at a festival and that song being played as a woman, and have all these men around me yell. She's a cum rag for his ball bag. Like, that actually makes you want to cry, the thought of that. Also, the fact that he's saying, I thought it would be a, a song the girls would relate to. So he's saying that that's what he thinks the collective experience is for women. And he's saying, well, the girls would get it because that's how they're all treated anyway. Like, he's assuming that's normal to treat women that way because he's saying that, oh, you can relate to it, right, because you're just a cum rag. Make, if you want to make a song commentating on the way that men in general treat women when it comes to like situationships or just in general the hookup culture maybe don't put the word cum rag in there because even when I have like you're right when I have been felt like I've been being used by someone I have never once thought of myself as a cum rag because that is degrading me to a rag with cummies on it and I think I'm okay like maybe like say like he's using her and it's shit because, you know, she deserves more. Not she's just a cum rag. Two, quote unquote, I want to punch some cunt and fuck some slut. The whole song's a caricature of a lad's night out. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. It's not even about sex or relationships. I want to fuck some slut. It's about hedonism and the... F- phrase just sounded exactly like something you'd hear on a typical club rat say so i thought it'd be a good representation of home now home harbors degrading attitudes towards women so i just look at it in an honest and honest depiction of aussie club life which in no way means we endorse the behaviors described in the song or that particular language but you do endorse it because you are singing it in an effort to make it a live song so that people are yelling i want to what is it i want to punch some cunt and fuck some slut you want to include degrading language, violent degrading language, in a song that you know will be sung at festivals. You having sex with someone isn't the issue. You calling them a slut is the issue. And they think they're so creative, but they're so like, (laughs) you don't get it. You don't get our art. Mm, We do.
It's an honest depiction of Aussie club life. No, it's not. Again, what circles are you running in that that is an honest depiction of Aussie club life? How the fuck, how fucking dare you say that? The thing is like, all men are trash. I don't know. But like, that is not an honest depiction of Australian men. Like that, that genuinely isn't. Have you ever met a man who would call a woman a cum rag and say, I want to punch some cunt and fuck some slut? Have you ever heard anyone that you remotely know personally? Maybe, maybe you would overhear it at some disgusting bar somewhere and that person would be told to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I've heard it at bars out. and festivals that I worked at when I was in my early 20s at uni. Mm. And I was just like, those people are awful. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. That isn't a typical Aussie night out. Where are you going and who you hang out with? Oh, you go into your backyard with your mouldy couch. And this is nothing against mouldy couches. You know, sometimes you, that's all you can afford. But these people, I think they use, I don't know. I don't, I don't need evidence of it, but I just feel like they're using it as like an aesthetic choice. So I don't believe that slut, cumbag or bitch are inherently bad. They are. You think the word slut isn't inherently bad. So in one in one breath, they're defending their use of the word slut, saying that, oh, it wasn't about how we feel about women and, and that's just how Australians talk. But it actually isn't that bad of a word anyway, so I might even bother explaining it to you because the word slut isn't that bad. If I genuinely have not heard a grown man use the word slut in unless it fucking me, but like but I might call me a slut. But like, I genuinely said, oh, even like, oh, she's a slut. Or like, were you, even like, not that this makes any better, but like, oh, like, were you a slut when you were younger? Do you know what I mean? Like, I haven't used, heard them use that word to describe someone. Even bitch, I, I don't think I've heard it either. I want to punch some cunt and fuck some slut. What? Baby, wouldn't last in Queensland because, you know, coward punches. They wouldn't like it. You wouldn't be allowed out. You wouldn't be allowed out. Then, in response to the boomerang, my response to that, ooh, cultural appropriation, cry me a fucking swimming pool, you sooks. <laughs> but that's how I feel about that one. Again, it's not about how you feel. Are you implying that you don't respect the rights of Indigenous Australians is what our bestie Nancy said. Thank you, Nancy, for all your hard work. Bah ha 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 ha, no. How the fuck did you get that from that? I think any person of colour can enjoy the boomerang. I don't think anyone can say whether it's okay or not for someone to indulge in this culture. I don't know how basic we have to get with this, but like Indigenous Australians have been oppressed and we've had a genocide against them because of their culture that still exists today. We have streets in our cities literally called Boundary Street from when they weren't allowed past the boundary. They have been oppressed because of that culture that you are now appropriating and saying that I don't think anyone can say is just beyond ignorant. What do you mean? I I don't think anyone can say that. But think about it for a minute. And also, was the licking of the boomerang necessary? Like, how did that add to the photos? Because you want, because, oh, I know, I figured it out. Because you want to be seen by international people on TikTok as the cool Australian band. And you think having a boomerang with indigenous art in it makes you look cool and super Australian. And like, you are like, you are part of this culture, which you are not a part of. Which, in fact, you are hurting by licking a boomerang. That's what you want. You want to seem like the cool Australian band and you're using indigenous culture that I've been impressed for to look quote unquote cool and interesting and like you are in touch with indigenous culture when in fact you are the opposite and you are hurting indigenous people because the rest of the world doesn't know much about Aboriginal culture. I think the person talking is a person of colour. I'm not sure because there's a whole band and this is from the bands. I think, again, I don't really know, but they're saying my culture, we don't care. It's just a souvenir someone got on their road trip from, a, from their mate. Again, I think it's probably like a plastic boomerang that wasn't even... But if, 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 if it isn't, there are two options. It is actually made by an indigenous person and you're disrespecting their art and their culture or it's a plastic one that some white person is profiting off 
and you've done a dub whammy. Like, either way, it's not good. We don't have a moral aim to seek to be role models. Anyway, we make music. I think that is fair. I think that that's, you know what? You don't have to have an aim to be role models of any kind. But when you get backlash, you can't just say, well, we don't give a fuck anyway. Okay, well, if you don't give a fuck, your shows will be cancelled, which they have. If you want to be misogynistic and appropriate culture, Australian indigenous culture, don't be a moral compass. That's fine. No one's asking you to be because I agree because I don't like people like, Cardi B shouldn't be saying these things. It's like, okay, well, it's not her that's not her issue that kids are going to listen to her music. I understand that. But you also have to be prepared for backlash to what you're doing. And you will lose your audience. Cardi B is going to lose the mummy audience. She doesn't give a fuck. You're going to lose the entire female audience, the indigenous audience, and anyone who cares about those two groups. So you've lost it. Like, okay, you don't give a shit. That's fine. Keep being a piece of shit. Then someone said, do you agree that there is a responsibility that comes from platform... Having a platform, though, because people will look up, look up to you and your music. Agree with that. So the thing is, like, yes, it is your responsibility, but you have to understand that your platform is going to make them sing songs at festivals with the word slut in it and cunt in it. Sorry, punch some cunt. <sighs> That's a tricky question. Obviously, there is a responsibility at the extreme, like don't incite violence or hatred. The words are literally punch a cunt fuck some slut but anyway that's fine but when it comes to art i think caution ruins creativity and if you want to explore the provocative topic shut the fuck up you might run the risk of your audience misinterpreting your art gaslighting but i didn't i don't think the artist is responsible at the point of the work being interpretive but again tricky as to where the line is what would you say to people who decide to stop supporting rancid eddie after reading the allegations basically it was about them treating female and non-binary crew and staff at a show like shit again you can find that on um kira peru her twitter that's all on there because it's a very very long allegation and i would rather speak about how they're responding to this i think that's the main fucking issue i can't remember the exact venue but there was an incident where i was yelling at the sound <laughs> well i was yelling at the sound engineer to turn up my guitar because she was on her phone and she didn't see me which got me a bit frustrated you're not the rolling stones just say, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, hey, like, we've said a million times, being nice to crew is the most important thing. Like, what the fuck? However, the rest of her story is a complete and total lie. We've never been kicked out of any venue ever, and I've never ever laid a finger or thrown a threat at a woman in my life, and neither have any of other boys. Okay, these are disgusting lies which I would have responded to immediately if I had not been for the advice of management to let things blow over. Um, that's shit management. <laughs> Side note, get a new manager. Let things blow over. Get a new fucking manager. Then there's a few more things about um, them following Sticky Fingers and their allegations. I like their music. I don't have to let them as people. I'm them as artists. Okay. This is what I want to talk about as well. Separating the, the music from the artist, right? I think there is a point to be made in that depending on... I mean, Chris Brown, fucked. Sticky Fingers, fucked. But when someone's being like a bit of a... Like, if, I don't even know what level of it is. Like... I know people that have dated people in bands or musicians who are like gaslighting cunty people. And it's like, that is fucked for the people. But I'm still on the fence about separating. I don't know how I feel about it because I think as well, a lot of people like, unfortunately, I hate to burst everyone's heart, but I think most people in media, they're cunts or they've been cunts to a certain person in their life. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's cutthroat. You don't get to where you are without kind of standing on a few people's heads. In fact, the people who don't get that way, you really hear about it. You know how lovely they are because everyone talks about how strange it is that this person is successful and lovely. Yeah, unfortunately. And in music, like particularly – I think particularly men, they treat women that they sleep with like groupies and like absolute shit because they're famous and they don't give a fuck. Like they could not care about people. They cannot care about people, but they fuck, right? So it's like that's something. But let's go back to Rancid Eddie. <laughs> we cannot separate your lyrics from your you as people because your lyrics are the things we have issues with. You are encouraging people to yell come rack. Like I don't understand. It is like it's like Lime Cordial, who we love, who um, also stand Lime Cordial. Their songs are about like sunshine and like love and like and then we're like oh we found out that one of them is an asshole. That's not true by the way. That's just in theory, right? We love me defending it at all costs. I love Lam Cordial so much. But if in theory those boys were found out to be cunts, right? It's like I get how someone could justify splitting it because their songs are about like to the sunshine. That's true. Like what? Like but then Rance Eddie, your songs are the issue. What the fuck are you talking about? Your songs separate it. No! I'm not gonna fucking it's it's literally if I went to your show, I would be surrounded by a bunch of men with mustaches and shitty vintage shirts on yelling, fuck a slut. What the fuck are you talking about? What would I be separating it into though? Yeah, where, where's the bucket? <laughs> it's only one bucket, it's you and your stupid fucking lyrics. Fuck me! There is no separation because the issue are it is the songs. If Lime Cordial, which I would never do, love them, made a fucking song like this, everyone would be like, whoa, can we not? Like, what the fuck? It's like how Paramore, how they got rid of our Misery Business from their lineups because it was misogynistic. Because you can't separate that from the artist. And then she apologised and she was like, no, you know. And back in the day, that was a normal way to think. Misery business. Take it from the top. Well, it was a whole trope in bloody all of the films with the teenagers and the bully girls and all of those exactly. things. Exactly. The bully girls. It's a, it's a whole trope. But the thing is, and that's why they took it off their lineup because it's like, we cannot separate this from the from the person. What? Like, what? Isn't it wild when your flop era is your first era? <laughs> Like, it's kind of brave of them. It's so brave. They really want to make their mark on Australian music. All the offensive Instagram posts, some of them are eat a dick, you poofs. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I didn't expect to read that. I, didn't, I, haven't, read this, I haven't read this far because I just saved it into a folder that was called Rancid Eddie Takedown. And <laughs> Sorry. That was all me, Jesse, going in on a drunken Insta spree. The boys thought those responses were out of line and pretty sure they deleted him. While I still don't really give a fuck, I'll admit to using the word poof like people use wanker. I don't care. So the thing is, they're admitting to this stuff. It is very like 1981. Like, we ain't give a fuck, we're rock stars. Guys, you live in a share house still. Wait to do this. <laughs> if you're going to do it, just wait. You fucked your careers up. Thank God. Thank God they're having their they're in their floppy rounds. That's so funny. Can that be the title of the episode? That is, that is so funny, Elise. And they then uploaded this apology. No, it's actually, you know what? <laughs> they commented saying it isn't, <laughs> it isn't an apology. We want to thank those of you who took the time to express the genuine concerns in an articulate and respectful manner as opposed to jumping on the cancel train. And we want to take a minute to share some thoughts here. 
First off, we do not accept the notion that we need to explain or justify our lyrics. Our belief is that the music and lyricism cannot itself be harmful because it is diffusive and expression. You're not Prince. Like, why are they sitting here being like, you just don't get it? It's like, you aren't some, like, masterminds. You, you made, like, a sing-along chorus song that admittedly is catchy. We like it. You made one song. You're not some, like, prolific artist. So it's like, you don't get it. They're the type of guys that you would have sex with. And they'd write a song about how, like, they'd be like, her loose pussy was, like, my cum rag. And they're like, babe, you don't get it. You don't understand our, our music. I was expressing myself and how you might have felt. It's and not, actually, it's, it's not a metaphor. It's literal. You're literally painting a picture. This yeah. is not a simile. <laughs> this is not a metaphor. You've said, I have a cum rag vagina. Yeah. So. What am I missing, but, Mr. But, Eddie? Elise, but. <laughs> Elise, no, but Elise, you don't get it. This is the thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You aren't getting it. Sorry. They also, we we aren't creative. We aren't in their field. We aren't musicians. We don't get it. We don't get their lyrics. We don't get their minds. As opposed to only being an echo chamber for speech and views that higher society are comfortable acknowledging. A society afraid to understand itself and will devolve into fractured culture. And we believe that one of the job artists have is to express the repressed elements of our collective psyche so we can all learn wank, 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 comrade. So the culture we can share. If that sounds a bit too pretentious for some of you, Newsflash, it does. Then another argument would simply be that no one is righteous enough to govern what should and shouldn't be allowed in public sphere. But people are telling you that it's damaging. You aren't like alluding to something. You are you are saying literal lyrics or even revised a few times to come rack. And you're licking a boomerang. This also isn't just about your lyrics. As, and also, it isn't just about your lyrics. You come back, it's art. It's your lyrics are the thing that set people off. Then it was the finding of the boomerang photo. Then it was you replying to comments saying some of women are sluts. Then it was you calling, using the word poof which i don't even know if i'm allowed to say like who uh, that that word hasn't been said for i've used the word poof only in relation to the little the little poof exactly. on the end of my couch you know what i mean for little, my feet. a foot poof yeah a foot poof. yes a poof exactly yeah. again get out of 2005 rents eddie i'm not sure what's going on here we are all different and we all come from different backgrounds, have different experiences, and we're not going to agree with what is right and wrong. Yes, we aren't, but you shouldn't still get your shows because of this. That's why, because the thing is, people are like, why are their shows being cancelled? It's so funked. We have sold out two were cancelled. We believe in free speech. Go to America then. And we detest any attempt to silence another person, even if we find them and their views to be morally repugnant, especially not another artist. We believe cancel culture is just the misuse of what should have been but should have been a societal device. Using social media to punch up and take down corrupt institutions and those who would otherwise be above the law is a good thing. But that is not what's happening here. This is the most repulsive form of punching down we've ever seen. <laughs> Sorry. The poor the poor things. It's hard. We're punching down. They're acting as though someone's like made up lies against them. These are literally your own words and you continue to say this is an apology. We stand by our words. If that's the case, again, keep writing this music like this, but no one's going to listen to it. That isn't what's happening here. We're an independent band made up of five working class blokes from outside Melbourne. I mean, again, like, I don't know. An attack was launched against us by the most mostly young, privileged, university-educated, inner-city champagne socialists. Many of them are artists themselves who are signed to the music divisions of multinational conglomerates. The reason why other musicians are calling you out, Rancid Eddie, is because they don't do this shit and they're successful and they don't want to be aligned with you on the same lineup as you. Because imagine you all being backstage at a fucking festival and you're there. 
That's the issue. Um, that are out of touch with the normal everyday working class Australians think and talk. So they're sa- they're now saying this is Australian culture. If this is Australian culture, this is also embarrassing for Australians because TikTok is so international. I think a lot of people from overseas have seen them. You are claiming that this is Australian culture. This is the darkest, most embarrassing side of Australian culture. Does it exist? Yes. Should it be celebrated like you're celebrating it? No. If you want to write a song about this in three or four years when you've had a millions of other songs that aren't about this topic or are based on this rhetoric, then I understand you saying it was a commentary. It could be plausible. But all your songs are using this rhetoric. And you're saying women are sluts in a comment. That wasn't a lyric. That was a comment. So it's like, I get that like, oh, we want to unearth. It would make sense if it was like in a few years, you know, and it's like, we missed the mark. We thought we were doing something that was going to expose what a typical Aussie night out is of punching someone and fucking a slut. But all your lyrics are like this. All your songs are like this. This is your thing to make you stand out. And, it's, and you're embarrassing Australians. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. But should be what is celebrated. Also, just a reminder to anyone, like the use of this language isn't just language. It is the base of that pyramid of oppression that we see. It's like racist, sexist, transphobic jokes all add up to the pyramid. The top is violence. Like this is a culture, this is this is a disgusting part of Australian culture that needs to be spoken about, not by Rancid Eddie, because they're making a joke out of it. They are a vocal minority who, sorry, this is back to their quote now. They are a vocal minority who see themselves as virtuous activists and organised to make their voices appear louder than they are. They're not a minority. They're not a minority because everyone that I've spoken to about this agrees. This is embarrassing for you. A minority. A vocal minority are the anti-vaxxers and Trump supporters. Not people who believe in women's rights. And if your if your social group is that is such as that you feel that people who don't want to call women sluts and use derogatory homophobic slurs are the vocal minority, what the fuck is wrong with your group? Maybe you're the silent minority because you know this is fucked. Since then, many others have expressed their genuine concerns in an articulate manner and engaged with our fans in a respectful way. We will be the first to admit that we aren't the sharpest tools in the shed when it comes to understanding all the complexity of social issues. So why are you then saying you guys don't get it? If you if you are saying we get we aren't the we, we aren't the sharpest tools in the shed, but also you don't get it. It's just gaslighting. It's like, guys, you're being crazy. You don't get what we actually meant by that. We are open to learning and changing the opinions that we currently hold if given good reason to do so. Have you not been given good reason? As hard as this all can be, we feel very lucky to be at the centre of these needed conversations. Now, we only want to address those of you who made lies about us, tried to deplatform us, who are rude to our fans, and who slandered us as misogynistic women haters. It's not slander if they're using your lyrics. I haven't seen anyone make shit up. Everyone's commenting on screenshots. The only real misogyny we've seen so far has been towards our female fans that defend us. They've been called stupid, told they have no self-respect, and are now being called disgusting names... That isn't misogyny. That's women supporting misogynists. These ideologically mangled sooks are only truly fine to sustain a narrative that affirms their own self of self righteousness. Sorry, their own sense of self righteousness. Their actual concern for finding solutions to the social problem is shallow at best. It's not shallow at best. It also, it isn't like the fight against violence against women is some new concept. Like this shallow, they don't actually care. As though, like, Grace Tame, being shown of the year. Um, people like Terang, who dedicate their entire lives to domestic violence and also racial injustice, but he is a huge portion of domestic violence. International stories like people like Gabby Petito and Sarah Everard. 
Like, this isn't some new, like, niche vocal minority. <laughs> what is this whole fucking podcast about? Like, what? Social media Gestapo have fucked us. <laughs> Yes, boys. Uh, yes, boys. It's the, the Gestapo. It's the Gestapo. Are you fucking kidding? Can we stop comparing things to Nazi Germany? Because it diminishes the actual fucking Holocaust. Unless it is a literal Holocaust, it is not the Holocaust. Stop comparing things to Nazi Germany. You know like I don't get. Like I don't get why you want to be oppressed that badly. We got booted off festivals. Yes. And our sold-out shows are booked in and ready to go for next year have been cancelled. Yes. Some of you might have taken pleasure in that. Yes. But we think the majority of people would see this as a damn shame and an injustice to happen to a band just starting out. Well, this cumrag is pretty happy about it. We want to make a few other things clear. One more time. We will strongly say that we support female artists and detest sexism in the industry. Every female artist and fan will be safe and welcome at our gigs. No one wants to go. We are against misogyny and bigotry of every kind. If that's what you're about, fuck off. <laughs> so are you all like, are you disbanding? Like, fuck off. So you can't talk to each other then because you're being misogynistic. So there's more to this, but it's just taking too long because it's fucking 10 slides. Just like, it's, and it's also like so like self-indulgent. They have words. I'm going to go through the notes. Jess did use a homophobic word when he went on drunken Insta spree. We deleted the comment as soon as we saw it. He was upset and trying to provoke the PC mob, but that's not cool. We removed the comment immediately and sincerely apologized to the gay community for those who were hurt and inferred from that that either he or other members of the band are homophobic it wasn't inferred there is also a completely false anonymous assault allegation that's being spread around we are in the process of pursuing for legal action blah 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 blah, blah. these are blatant lies sorry to all the fans who are probably as sick as this shit as we are but we're going to keep saying what we believe in because we don't want to live in a world where disagreeable people are disappeared instead of engaged with to our critics we're open to more feedback okay well here's your fucking feedback they're also still on the aria charts They've also reposted the video. We decided to put this back up so we can judge for themselves um, if the accusations against us are credible or are being taken out of context. And this is this guy singing with his super dry, Carlton Dry about the cum rag thing. Another one. This song is a depiction of what we've seen and experienced in Nights Out in Melbourne. For those of you who think the culture is toxic, fair enough. We saw, we sort of agree. But we're musicians or social activists. So you guys make up your own minds. Oh, we have. And your tour was cancelled. So, that was a very long fucking podcast about Rancid Eddie, but they truly are Rancid. And, I mean, I'm hoping Triple J will do what they did with Sticky Fingers and take them off the air. I'm wondering if they will. Triple J is usually pretty good with this, no? I know, next time I'm on Hack, I'll... <laughs> next time I'm on Hack, I'll be like, see you guys still playing Rancid Eddie. And I hope they can't be voted for the Hottest 100. And also, it is sad to me because it is good to have... Australian musicians be successful overnight. And I think that's a, a huge essence of Australian music is people can find success overnight. And I think social media has made that so much easier. I mean, Peach is fucking incredible and, and she has a record deal because of TikTok. And, you know, I love that. And I, it would be so exciting if an Australian musician who was unsigned, who was, you know, nowhere near where they are, nowhere near the hottest 100 at the start of the year could do it like within six months, right? That would be, that's an exciting narrative to get behind. But when they are promoting lyrics, we cannot separate the music from the musician because they are the same thing. There are arguments to be made about... Maybe we should get someone to talk about that, actually, separating the musician from the music in the future with other artists when their music is has nothing to do with their allegations. 
these are the allegations. They are the lyrics. So anyway, that was my nightmare fuel for this week. Love you all. Talk to you next week. I'm, yeah, I mean, sorry, Rancetti. Tragic. <laughs>